Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, babe. Welcome to another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. It is me, your host, Diana Jebbia. Um, give me a follow at Diana Jebbia on TikTok and Instagram. While you're on Instagram, um, check out Believe. They're over at Believe Network and Believe Lifestyle. Believe is spelled B-L-E-A-V. Now, if you are a long listener of the show, you already knew that. But if you're new here, you didn't. And I also want to say welcome Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, I have been trying to be consistent about posting again. However, last week, I had a really bad bout of laryngitis. Like, and it's so embarrassing, too, because I got it from an Oingo Boingo tribute band concert. So not the former members, not Danny Elfman. But some guys, like, impersonating them. And they were great, by the way. Hence, I lost my voice. But it's just ironic. And I don't even think I lost my voice when I saw Danny at the Bowl in October. So, like, most of last week, I had no voice. And then finally, when it did start coming back, it wasn't at 100%. And as you probably know, I do talk for a living. So I had to be really careful and kind of just pick and choose what I should use my voice for. So... This got lost by the wayside. Ow, I just bit my cheek. That hurt. I'm sorry about that. Um, but I'm back here today, and we do have a lot to catch up on. So, well, speaking of catching up, I am all caught up. Actually, I'm not all caught up. I have to watch today's episode. But I am mostly caught up with The Real Housewives of Miami with traveling for Christmas, I just did not get to watch it. So last Saturday night, I binged the whole season and I knew some shit was going down between Lisa and Lenny. But oh my God, he is the biggest loser on the beach. He is the biggest loser on the beach. That hot mic moment, can we talk about it for a second? Where He's in the kitchen. If you haven't watched, you really need to watch it. Give Miami a chance. Um, I forgot who I was just talking to. Oh, my friend Liz. Um, you can find her at, on Instagram at Liz in Los Angeles. Super cute fashion blog. She doesn't watch The Housewives. She watched a little bit of Jersey, and I forgot how we got on the topic of Miami, but I was like, no, this is one to watch. So if you aren't watching Miami, check it out. But basically, Lisa and Lenny have been together for a while. He's older than her, not like by a crazy amount, but you know, it's, she's younger than him. She's like the young trophy wife. He's the plastic surgeon who made her look gorgeous. I mean, she always was pretty, but you know what I mean. He enhanced her looks and whatever. And, but you could like always tell that there were issues. Like something wasn't right there. She was, you know, like the good wife trying to do everything for him. They were originally having trouble having children and he wanted kids and then she felt bad that she couldn't have a child, which is so shitty, by the way. Like, not, I don't want to say he made her feel bad, but he kind of did. And then finally, she had babies through surrogates. That's what it was, surrogate. Um, two of them. And you would think like, okay, well, she had the kids. Like, he should be happy now. No, because that's not how life works. And this season, he's just so rude to her. And finally, 
we find out in one episode they have a party at their house and it's supposed to be this happy occasion and Lisa's kind of being extra because again you can tell they're having problems and usually on these shows when couples are having problems the party who is not the problem like who the problem's being thrown at they try to over overcompensate which is what's happening here so Lisa has this party she's taking pictures with Lenny she's all over him you can tell he does not want to be there and she's like oh like act like you love me because you do I think that's what she said so at the end of the party or maybe it's during the party I'm not really sure but at one point all the girls are outside and then they cut to inside and you can't see Lenny talking I think his friend's name is Vito he's talking to him you can't see him but I love these producers Bravo producers working overtime the mics were on this is fair game they signed consent forms this is fair game they catch this whole conversation about how Lenny is going to be single like and this isn't coming from someone else like this is coming right out of the dog's mouth is that a saying I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking of some saying and I'm probably screwing it up. Anyway, it's coming right out of his mouth. I think they were talking about like they were going through some hard times and he's like, yeah, and I'm going to be single in a few weeks too. And um, his friend's like, what? Because, you know, that's kind of a shock. And basically he says that he's like planning on divorcing Lisa and then he implies like as if that's not bad enough embarrassing your wife on a hot mic moment when she has no idea and is going to watch this unfold I mean she finds out they're getting divorced on the show after this happens but she still probably had no idea this hot mic moment happened until after the show so she's just like salt in the wound for her but then he says or his friend says something to him like oh are you intimate with Lisa and he says no then I would be cheating on the one I truly love or something shitty like that like it's not good I don't care how you phrase that it's not good anyway and we find out a couple episodes later when he officially tells Lisa he wants a divorce and he makes this relationship official. He's dating a model who's even younger than Lisa and she divorced her husband or is in the process of divorcing her husband for Lenny. Now, these people are so thirsty, okay? Lenny's thirsty, and I think the girl's name is Katarina, um, and she's super thirsty. She's shadow banned on Instagram. Like, you have to Google her handle and then click into it that way, which I'm glad she's shadow banned because she doesn't seem like a great person judging from all this. Team Lisa. But if you go on her Instagram page, she posts all these thirst traps, which, again, there's nothing wrong with it. That's not the problem. The captions are hysterical, though. Hold on. I'm going to pull up her Instagram because it's really funny. So she has like one picture and it's literally her in the tiniest bikini to ever tiny bikini. And the caption is, what made you smile today? Bitch, stop. And then what else is there? Oh, again, her in this like super small outfit. Memories take us back. Dreams take us forward. And then Lenny, this is where it gets thirsty. It's a carousel, so there's multiple photos, and they're, like, on vacation together because you find out in the last pic, like, you see his legs. And he comments, the legs in the last pic low-key kind of ruin it. And it's just like, we don't care. Oh, she, and then she, she replies. This is where it gets even thirstier. She's like, but the view from where I was sitting was spectacular. And uh, there were, underneath it, it's like, view, 250 comments. But 
I think she's going through and deleting because I'm clicking and it's like view 188 and, and literally nothing's popping up except um, someone commented, Lenny, are those your legs? Someone tagged her and that's it. Like, I think she's just deleting all the negativity. And so anyway, I don't remember what I was saying about all that. I guess it's just that they're thirsty. And um, I don't know. I'm not a fan of his. He's the biggest loser on the beach. If she's trying to get a spot on the show, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I don't think any of these women would want to film with her anyway, because this is my next point. When they all found out that Lisa was getting divorced, they were in, I forgot where they went on vacation this year, but they were on their vacation. And Lisa comes down and she's like distressed and she's telling everyone what happened and then with the girlfriend and whatever. And these girls rallied so hard for her. Like, and they all don't get along. This is a housewife show. They all have problems. Lisa was fighting with Larsa this season and she's had problems. Um, I think she's had problems with like Marisol and Alexia in the past and all that. And they all like literally dropped everything and consoled her. Like Alexia was getting fired up. Like I want that bitch in my corner if I ever have any problems. Cause she, you could see the rage in her eyes. She was getting so mad about Lenny and just everyone was stepping up for Lisa. And that is one of the best friendship moments I have ever seen on a real housewives show ever. And honestly, that is how everyone should be. I don't care what problem you have. If you have a friend who's in trouble and you hear about it and you're in their presence, you drop everything and you ride for them. So good on you, Miami. I think Miami is one of the strongest franchises we have out there. And I don't understand why Bravo is keeping it on Peacock. Well, I guess I do understand why, because I guess that incentivizes people to subscribe to Peacock because there's so many subscriptions. I guess they got to keep it fresh and unique and I don't really know anything else anyone really watches Peacock for like they had the thing about Pam which was really good and there's like some other movies they sometimes have on there like they had the black phone once it came out it was streaming on Peacock but other than that I feel like Peacock doesn't have any sheen to it other than Bravo and people who don't have cable and want Bravo they're going to subscribe to Peacock and then the people who do have cable and they want to see the Real Housewives of Miami. That gives them the extra edge to like go get Peacock. So I can see why they keep it on there. They do end up though, or they did last year. I don't know if Bravo is doing it again. They eventually do air the show on Bravo. It's just not real time. So I guess they're just being strategic. But it is a really fantastic show. I'm so excited to catch up after this. Um, we did get their reunion outfits today, which... Obviously, this isn't a visual medium, but I, I want to, like, t talk the looks out with you over the, the podcast because they're, they're interesting. They're not bad. They're not bad. I'm not going to say they're bad. They're interesting. I could not tell you what their theme is. It's kind of like chainy, shiny, I don't know, sparkly bullshit, like. Some of them match and some of them don't. But yeah, it's just interesting. So we'll start with Adriana. And I think she's one of the worst housewives, like worst. Well, I do think she's one of the worst housewives. But I think she's one of the worst dressed housewives of all time. I was talking with Chad about this, which, by the way, two episodes ago, I had Chad listen on. Make sure you tune in. It was such a fun episode. Um, and he was like worse than Giselle. And I was like, I'm going to give Giselle credit because she tries 
Adriana, like, I don't know what the hell she's wearing, but it's terrible. But I'm going to say in this reunion, this isn't her worst look. It's not her best look, but it's not her worst look. She has this sort of low neck, sweet. it's like a sweetheart line, but it plunges. And there's a beige underlay. And then sparkly, like a, a floral leafy design, like... I kind of wore a similar dress, but nowhere near as low cut and without a slit to my brother's wedding or former wedding like 10 years ago. Like, you know, when when the big thing was like the dresses with material, but then there would be like an embroidered thing over it with sparkles. That's kind of what this is. So I guess about about Adrienne, I feel like she's always five to 10 years behind in the trends, but this doesn't look bad on her. And then she's got this little like boa wrap thing. So could be worse. I don't love Alexia, but again, like, or I, I do love Alexia. I don't love her dress. But again, like, even the worst ones, they're not that bad. And this is the, this is what I would say about that. So she has, it's a two-color dress, right? And it, it kind of reminds me, the cut kind of reminds me of my senior prom. And, like, girls had, like, those cutouts on the side. Do you remember those? They were, like, halter dresses, but some of them had the cutouts on the side. Like, well, I shouldn't say my senior prom because I went to a really strict high school and we were not allowed to wear those. But, like, that was the style. So she's got a low-cut halter, and then it's cut out on the sides. But there's a band in the middle, like, where where the, the, cuts out, the cutouts are. And that sequin and the top part where the straps are are white and the, the skirt is black. But the sequin part, so where the, the middle is and it's separating the white from the black and then there's the cutouts on the side, it comes up through the middle. So it's cutting through her cleavage and it ties around her neck. And I just think that looks so awkward. I think she has a gorgeous figure and I feel like this dress does nothing for her. I feel like had it been just the the two parts of so the halter and the skirt and maybe if the halter was all silver or it was just the white with maybe just a sequin band not the thing in the middle that would look so pretty but I don't know again it's not terrible but it's not great so at first okay Gertie I really like Gertie I didn't know how I felt about this dress but I have to say she can pull it off so I like it it's literally chains. I don't know how this was comfortable for her to sit in. Do you know when you sit on something, right? Like you sit on the concrete and it indents your butt. That's what I picture happened to her this whole reunion. Like when she got up from really peeling chains off the back of her legs, like I'm feeling it and it feels gross. But I mean, she looks damn good. She's the body for it. It's, it's just literally chains. The dress is made out of chains. I don't see any material on there. God bless. Um, oh, and then it even gives you info about the dress. So it literally says, dress, chain material, upcycled by Celestino Couture, shoes, Stuart Weitzman, jewelry, diamonds on the key. Okay. Um, Celestino Couture. So that is really, that's cool. It's upcycled. So she's she's doing one for the environment and looking good. We can get behind it. Okay. Julia. I didn't know how to feel about this one, but if she's going for like the Princess Leia, you know, when she was in that like slave Leia outfit, this is what it's reminding me of, especially with the hair. So if she was going for that, I like it. If not, I'm still like torn between it. It looks like <laughs> disco ball material, I guess you could say. Um, it doesn't say what it's made out of. It just says dress, jewelry, and styling, name Khan. Um, yeah, so she's got the skirt, so it's like the long skirt, 
where the the top comes up a little bit like it's like a, a higher waisted skirt but not too high and then the top is it's all still that disco ball material and it's just covering her boobs and then her neck it looks like a necklace but it's part of the dress in that material and then there's like little sleeves um and there's just bands around her shoulder but i think this is like an illusion dress now that i zoom in so like everything's attached it actually is it's really now i kind of like it now that i know it's an illusion dress and not a two-piece um yeah so it's sheer and then sparkly where the material all is so i really like that and her hair is in that like princess leia when she was slave leia like the big high pony um and her earrings are to die for so maybe i do like this look kiki definitely has one of my favorite looks it's literally just a piece of like burgundy pink like I used to do aerial yoga and those area silks. It looks like someone just strategically tied it around her. And I love it. Again, she's got the body to pull it off. It complements her so well. Um, her hair is in this little, like, old Hollywood bob sort of thing. It looks classic. She has gold shoes. I'm really a fan of this look. Larsa um, is not loading, and I can't really describe it off the top of my head, so we're going to skip her. I like Lisa's look as well, and honestly, she deserves to look as good as she does because her husband's an idiot or her ex-husband's an idiot. Her dress, it's really cool. So it's it's a bodysuit-looking thing. It's like one shoulder sequined, but it's, it's not transparent, or it's whatever the opposite of transparent is. It's solid up until you get to the bodysuit part and then where the legs are the skirt is see-through but it's got really pretty like an embroidered pattern on it and it's a mermaid fit and flare she's got evening gloves you know i'm a fan of an evening glove i wore them to my cousin's wedding we're bringing them back diamond bracelets over the gloves she's loving life she's rocking it she looks great love it i also really like marisol's dress too this is so fitting for her it's nothing too showy it's very simple but it does a lot so i think this is two pieces it's a white like very just simple like satin gown but it looks like this is a jacket i don't know if it's all one piece or if the jacket goes over the dress but there's a short sleeve jacket white and it's got this beautiful sequin trim on it and then in the front it comes together with these like two thick bows um one on top of the other and it just she looks really pretty i love it nicole um again i don't really love this dress but again like it's it's just not bad like it's just i don't love it as much as the other it does remind me of something you would see at like dj's or um bar a in the jersey shore <laughs> it's a long sleeve it's like a club dress long sleeve and then short dress and it's got a bunch of sequins and there's like gray sequins pink sequins silver and gold um and then she chose to wear the shoes that they look like remember when we were little and they were like jelly shoes and they were see-through like that's what she wore um okay larsa's dress still wasn't loading so let me see if i can find another picture of it here it is okay it wasn't bad i don't like the shape on her like i think she could have wore something like if it was a different shape it would look so much better on her but again it doesn't look bad it is a sequin i guess that was like one of the things this year but kiki didn't show up in the sequins and i actually love that 
it's kind of silver, um, but it's a little bit see-through. So, like, think disco ball if it were see-through. Like, you could put your hand under the material and you would still see the sparkles, but you could still see your hand. Um, and it is a low-cut plunge neck halter, and the halter crisscrosses and goes around her neck. And it's fine. But I'm not, I'm not wowed by it. So those are the Miami looks. They are stepping it up um, in looks and on the show this year. And I could not be happier with them. Well done, ladies. We have a lot of shows starting next week. Next week's also my birthday, by the way. So it's just all good things. So on the 7th, it's New Real Housewives of New Jersey. On the 8th, it's Vanderpump Rules. And they just came out with a whole new opening theme. And before you're like, well, they change it every year. I felt the same thing. And then I watched it. And they're including all of Lisa's properties in the opening. So you see Tom Tom Pump and Sir rather than it just being Sir. And there's also Schwartz and Sandy's, which I have yet to go to. And I need to. But... It's cool because you see different people at different spots. So I liked how they incorporated that. I feel like it took them long enough. Um, and I'm excited for this season. So, yeah, Jersey, Vanderpump Rules. Oh, and the ninth is You on Netflix. Not a Bravo show, but one of my favorites. And the ninth is my birthday. Um, and I'm off on my birthday, but I'm not going to be watching it all day. I'm going to, like, go out for a little bit. And then at night, I'm definitely going to binge You a little bit. Such a good show. So we have a lot to look forward to. I know we were kind of in a lull right now because there weren't all that many Bravo shows on. Like, yeah, we had Salt Lake City. Oh, Summer House is coming back too, but I think that's the following week. But like everything's starting to pick back up. Um, we just finished the Salt Lake City reunion. And I think Whitney's black eye was the biggest waste of time. I know they hyped it up in the trailer. It's very similar. It's giving Lucy Lucy apple juice from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And we saw the trailer. We saw the fight over the dog. We saw Lisa hold up those giant text messages that, you know, when older people, no offense, like they make the size on their text messages like Jumbo Wumbo. That's what she did. And we were all like, oh, this is going to be a good season. And it fell flat. That's what Salt Lake City did with the black eye because they they hyped it up in the trailer they hyped it up in the to be continued and then we get the episode and she's like oh you know what happened like we all know what happened and then she tries to claim I don't know what happened and then finally at the reunion she's claiming it was something drunk and she didn't tell anyone because she was so embarrassed she was drunk which listen if she was embarrassed she was drunk I get it we've all done something stupid most of us have done something stupid when we're drunk it doesn't feel good however don't make a big deal about it right like we were all intrigued by this and we wanted to know because you made it that way because you called Jen when you first woke up and were like look at this look at this and you called Meredith and you were like oh my god like look at my eye and you made it sound like you knew someone did something to you and really you're claiming nothing happened so either one of two things 
One is she did it to hype up a storyline or two, as people are saying, Jen did it and she's trying to cover it up or three, one of three things. This is my theory. I'm going to go with the bad Botox theory, which is, and obviously I don't know if this has happened, so it's all alleged, alleged, but I'm theorizing that she had a bad reaction to Botox or a procedure from Beauty Lab and she doesn't want her business to get a bad rep, so she is covering it up. But then... If that's the case, you just drew more attention to your black eye by lying. If you did lie, if it was a bad procedure. So the whole thing was just handled shittily. Handled shittily. And we didn't like that. I don't know what's going to be the future for this show. Rumor has it that Mary Cosby is coming back as Meredith's friend next year, which is interesting. I guess because... They knew, like, she, aside from Jen, had the biggest hook season one, I would argue. Because we all watched, we saw Jen being ridiculous on the intro. And this was before she got arrested and before she got sentenced. This is before we even knew she did anything wrong. When we watched the trailer, we saw her big outfits and her vibrant personality. So we were drawn in by her. But then this, the other thing, or arguably the biggest thing that anyone was talking about, was the fact that Mary married her step-grandfather. And Mary did not skimp on the crazy. But the first season was a little weird because rumor had it she was just a friend of. And then they moved her up to a bigger role post-edit. And she just wasn't in a lot. Like half the time, if you remember, she was in her closet um, for 44 make a wish and it was just really awkward but then the second season it got more annoying she was like a little girl with Whitney and then she didn't show up to the reunion so everyone was kind of over her but I do think it would be a good move on Bravo's part to bring her back I don't know if it's going to succeed but there were all these issues like the people were accusing her church of being a cult and causing people to go into debt. So I don't know if she's going to come back for that reason alone, but that's the going rumor. Another going rumor is the blonde Angie. I don't remember her last name, but she's going to be bumped up to a full time housewife, which I'm sure she's thrilled about. Um, no news on Dana. And I don't remember hearing if Angie K got moved up or not. What do you think of Salt Lake City? Like, do you think it's done without Jen? Do you think they should not go on? Do you think they should pull a Dallas and be like, all right, it was fun while it lasted. Let's yank them. I think we can squeeze another season out of them and see where it goes. I'm sure there's plenty of crazy people in Salt Lake City, which, wait a second, hold on. Um, now that my memory is being jogged, I'm going to check out Blake's page on Instagram. Remember, I had him on my podcast a couple times actually so he's um blonde hair and black heart or blonde hair black heart on instagram and he posted that the there's apparently a new housewife in salt lake city i don't know what her name is angie harrington no 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 it's not saying what her name is but she's the alleged housewife Oh, Debbie Kate Thomas, I think. Sorry, I'm like trying to figure out. Yeah, her name is Debbie Kate Thomas. And she apparently is a dog breeder. So like everyone's like adopt, don't chop, obviously. And then also apparently she threw out All Lives Matter. Um, on Facebook. And we know that Salt Lake City does not have the best 
history track record when it comes to casting. Number one, they casted a felon. Number two, they casted Jenny Wen a couple seasons ago, and she was again with like the All Lives Matter shit, like just not not good views. I don't think Bravo's ever learned their lesson. Um, yeah, she so she commented, someone named Italian Men Rock on Facebook. I really think that's his real name, guys. His mom had so much fun signing his birth certificate. Mr. Rock said, black lives don't matter. This is a quote. This is not my words. This is terrible. He said, black lives don't matter if they are burning, looting, and killing innocent people. That makes them terrorists, criminals, and animals. Not all white people have privilege. Not okay. So this guy's spewing shit. I don't even feel comfortable reading this out loud. Like, it's just mean. Um, He just basically is accusing them of being terrorists and said if they were a peaceful group, he would help defend their cause. But they're not peaceful, which is... He's not educated. Mr. Rock is not educated. Um, And then Debbie Kate Thomas replied saying thank you. So we know where she stands on this, and it's it's not great. Um, People are not happy, as they should not be. I'm wondering if the Bravo Uni has gone and, like, destroyed her comments. Debbie Kate Thomas. Okay, even better. Wait, she posted, she, she's not even a real housewife yet, and she already did the, the story download, create mode story download post. You will always find what you're looking for. Look for love, and you will find love. Look for acceptance, and you will find acceptance. Look for beauty in every human, and you will find just that. Just a reminder, what you see in others is a reflection of what you see in yourself. Just a reminder, Debbie, you deflect. You deflect. Um, Yeah, so she's not getting totally eight in the comments yet, unless she's deleting them all. Someone named Molly Rhinestone said, the queers are going to run from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City if y'all let in All Lives Matter on Bravo TV. And she tagged them just saying. Um, Let's see. She commented, oh my God. um, Someone commented on her page... Black Lives Matter, boo, yes. And she wrote, of course they do. Thank you for the reminder, though. Like, she's just being... This is not a good start for her. Um, What else? I just gotta say, Bravo Crew goes off. Goes off. All right, I don't really see anything else from Bravo Crew, like, ripping her to shreds just yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if like bravo decides not to go forward with her but then again they always do everything late they always do everything late they're never on top of it okay one more big thing we need to discuss and then i'm gonna skedaddle um eric not eric girardi tom girardi eric girardi's husband he has been criminally indicted and this is something that was confusing a lot of people because we knew he had the lawsuit. This has been going on, what, two, three years now? I don't remember. I think two years as of November. He allegedly scammed these victims. I say allegedly because it has not been proven, at least or disproven in a court of law yet. But the original suit was not criminal. It was civil. So what that means is when a verdict is reached, there was no criminal punishment. He would just have to pay back the victims if he was found guilty. Now a grand jury has indicted him, um, accusing him of stealing the client. So now there are criminal charges on the line, which could be jail time, restitution, all that stuff. So um, they sent it out yesterday, and 
basically, I'm reading this from NBC News. They're accusing him of stealing from the victims, which we all know. Nine counts allege wire fraud and three allege misconduct by law court officers stemming from allegations that the defendants failed to distribute money owed to their clients. So wire fraud, from what I gather, is I think that's through the mail. If you... Hold on, I'm going to get a real definition for wire fraud before, like, the Bravo Docket ladies come for me and be like, you're wrong. Which they're not. I'm sure they're lovely, but I'm just making a joke. Anyway, um, wire fraud is a federal crime that occurs when electronic communication, such as email or text messaging, is used to further a criminal act. Okay, mail fraud is what I was thinking of. So they're using the electronic means of communication like text messaging or email as the definition says to commit the fraud so in this situation from what i'm gathering with my legally blonde law school degree not from harvard is that tom girardi allegedly used the phone i think it was the phone if you watch the housewife and the whatever hers the housewife and the hustler i think it was on hulu it was on abc they talk about how they allegedly did this scam and he did leave messages to clients saying like their money wouldn't be coming or he was going to hold on to this amount or something like that or if they put in this amount he was going to like invest it in certain places just really shady shit so essentially he's promising the people they're going to get more money or they're going to get their payment. He just didn't have it. In reality, they got and he had all the money and he had all the private jets and all that. So that's what he's being accused of. There were, let me go back to the article, um, 12 counts. So it was nine of that wire fraud. So nine of using that electric communication to commit fraud allegedly and then misconduct by court officers which i said stemming from allegation that they failed to distribute money owed to their clients so basically they're not in um, a good position they're a deep shit and we know the latest i feel like we've heard about tom is that he is in a home not doing well like there's some mental deterioration i guess you could call it it all started happening when the lawsuit came out. People are alleging that he's faking it or playing it up. That's not really my place to say. I'm just going to say this is a shitty situation. Now, oh, sorry, story continues. I didn't even click that button. I'm just seeing if there's anything more. They charged also um, a couple of his partner so one partner and then the head of his firm's accounting and finance department which makes sense because he's the head of the finance department obviously he knows i mean he probably knows what's happening to the money wouldn't you think i'd hate to be that guy i would hate to be that guy because either you're in on it or like you didn't want to get fired so you didn't say anything and now you're in trouble like that sucks i feel like and again i'm not a lawyer but i feel like he's gonna testify against Girardi and maybe take a deal. I feel like he might pull a, a Stuart Smith, but we'll see. That's just my guess. Let me know what yours is. DM me. Um, so the defendants use much of the money. This is from the article again to pay firm expenses, including payroll, charges on an American Express card, and distributions to other clients whose own settlement funds previously had been misappropriated by the defendants. So basically they're they're robbing Peter to pay Paul is the expression I believe I'm looking for. And how shitty is it? Like, if you go to a court case, you hire Girardi as your lawyer, you're supposed to get thousands or millions of dollars back, and they're using it to pay their workers. 
that would infuriate me. That's so shitty. That is, that's just so shitty on so many levels. Like, he's not, if he needed the money, like, fold your business and reset. Don't make it worse for you. I don't know. I don't get people. So, we don't know if Erica is going to be tied into this. Because, again, as of right now, any charges against her were just civil, not criminal. And also, they found out she didn't know anything. Um, well, we don't know if that's true, but that's what the court decided. So let me pull that up just so we have, just so we have a reference. Wait, hold on. This is from page six. She reacts to Tom Girardi's embezzlement indictment. She teased she has something to say regarding her estranged husband. Um, so the paparazzi caught her leaving the Burbank Town Center. I know where that is. It's a mall in Burbank. It's not like the best mall, but it's not a bad mall. But it's like, what was she doing there? Anyway, she said, you know, I have something to say, but not right now. You'll hear from me soon. The fuck? That's such an Eric remark. Like, I have something to say, but not now. You'll hear from me soon. Whatever. They found... I'm, I'm, I'm skipping back a little bit. So I'm going to say Erica Jean Court Declare. Maybe that'll come up what she had. They had found her. Um, this was August 31st. Again, I'm going to page six. Scores win in $5 million fraud lawsuit. Court finds no evidence of wrongdoing. And this was in Los Angeles because a couple times the charges against her have been dismissed, but it was in a different state. And people were like, oh, they're still going to sue her in California. And they did. And at least in California, they found no evidence of wrongdoing. So that is civilly. I don't know if she could be tied into criminal charges. I don't know if she could, like, be declared guilty or found guilty of criminal. Like, who knows? There's a lot we need to stay tuned for. As far as I know, the rumor going rumors are Beverly Hills is put on pause. So I'm sure we're not even going to hear her side of the story anytime soon. I mean, she's teasing we are, but who knows? Just a lot to look out for, a lot to look forward to. Um, all right, I think I'm going to leave it on that note. Thank you so much for connecting again. Thank you for hanging out today. I really have so much fun with you guys. Please connect with me on the socials at Diana Jebbia on Instagram and TikTok. I love talking to you. I could talk housewives all the day. Um, and then follow Believe at Believe Lifestyle at Believe Network. They are spelled Believe. They're spelled B L E A V. Subscribe, five stars, leave a nice review. If you're going to be mean, go home. Maybe you are home. Go further home. Um, not that I've really had anyone mean in my reviews, so knock on wood. But just leave something nice. We do this for free. We take our time out of our day. This goes for all content creators. I mean, most of us do this for free out of the goodness of our hearts to connect with you guys. So just just give us a review. My birthday is next week. You know, here I am. Here, just groveling at your feet. You must love us right now. I'm going to shut up. Thank you so much. I will talk to you next week when I'll be old. -er. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E 
AV on YouTube.